Welcome to Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers, the podcast where we believe that the positive impact you're having on the world is everything, and life is way too short not to make a living doing what you love. I'm your host, Pilates teacher and business coach, Stephanie Benton, and you can think of me as your empathetic yet tough love business bestie you never knew you always wanted. Ready? Let's do this. Well, hello, you amazing Pilates teacher. Welcome to today's episode. We're going to be diving into the three critical foundations for setting up your online Pilates business. And in fact, most of these foundations are necessary whether you have an online Pilates business or you have a traditional brick and mortar studio. So stick around even if you're not building an online business for this. And when I say foundations, a lot of times I refer to this as the basic principles of building your business because it really ties into the basic principles that we know and understand as Pilates teachers or the basic foundations. So a lot of teachers feel overwhelmed when we're thinking about our business and we're thinking about marketing. It seems like there is this never-ending to-do list of things to do, such as create reels and get on TikTok all of a sudden and email your list and write blog posts and film for YouTube and all kinds of stuff. So I want to make sure that you're not feeling the confusion and getting that shiny object syndrome by implementing these three foundations. And if I know one thing, 2020 and 2021 really threw us all for a loop and we are (laughs) not out of the woods yet by any means. So in this process, a lot of us lost our way because we pivoted about 150,000 times uh, over the last couple of years. And so we were comfortable with how we had done business before, but we probably weren't happy necessarily. I think we learned a lot about our burnout over the last couple of years. And whatever you feel in your business is the right path for you, whether it's online or in a brick and mortar, that is totally fine. What I will say about running an online business that I have found to be so incredible is that the profit margins are so amazing. I'm talking 60 to 80% profit margins with an online Pilates business versus the 20 to 30% that you would see operating a brick and mortar because you really have no overhead. You might need to buy some softwares and equipment. You might want some mat equipment and props and things like that to film your classes in the online space, but you really don't need to have a brick and mortar. You don't need to pay teachers. You don't have a lot of the traditional overheads. So let's dive into what these basics are because we all will tend to skip out on this step or we let that overwhelm take over us so that we can't think straight. But The other thing that I want to caution you on is that a lot of us try to replicate what we are seeing other teachers do online because it seems really amazing. Maybe their branding is really pretty. Maybe they have great photos. It looks like they have everything buttoned up on the back end. And we don't always see what's happening behind the scenes in business. And so that's what we're going to dive into today. So let's talk about the first foundation, which is getting crystal clear on what your purpose is on this earth. And before I dive into this, I just want to say, make sure that you stick 
around through this whole episode because I'm going to give you some action steps to take, and this will be a theme throughout all of the podcast episodes. I'm going to give you action steps to take each week to move the needle forward on your business. So make sure that you stick around to the end. Plus, point number three that I'm going to bring up or the third principle is really juicy. So you're going to want to stick around for that. The first foundation is to get crystal clear on what your purpose is on this earth. And when I ask teachers about this that work with me in the Inspired Brand Accelerator, a lot of them will start out by saying, well, you know, my purpose is to teach Pilates. No, is my response to that. Pilates is actually just the vehicle that you have chosen to live out your deeper purpose. And I'm going to say that again, because I think that is so important for us to recognize Pilates is not your purpose. Pilates is the vehicle that you have chosen specifically to live out your deeper purpose. So I want you to start to ask yourself a couple things. I'm going to give you three questions here that I want you to write down somewhere or just take a look at what time we are in this audio so that you can come back and review. But the first question that I want you to ask yourself is, What gets you out of bed in the morning and keeps you showing up for your clients? It's not necessarily just teaching them the method, although that might be part of it, right? What is the thing that actually moves you and gets you into action every day to show up for your clients? I'm going to guess it's probably because you are fired up about making a difference in their life. You love the results that you get for them, maybe not just physically, but emotionally and mentally and all of that that comes with it. The second question is to ask yourself, what are some compliments that you continue to get from your clients? Besides them saying, oh, that was such a hard class, I'm really sweating, right? Do you continue to hear that they feel more powerful or that they feel more confident or that they can pick their grandkids up now or they have more energy? What are the things that you're actually hearing from your clients on a regular basis? That might help you really tune in and tap into what your purpose is. And if you're not hearing things like that, just ask some of your clients. Ask them, what are the transformations that they're experiencing from working with you? And then the third question that you want to really uncover is think about your entire life. What is the common thread in all of the work that you've done or how you've shown up in your daily life? So for example, my purpose is helping others bust through limiting beliefs so that they can achieve things in their life that they might have otherwise only dreamed of. And I've lived out that purpose as a marketing consultant helping with branding, as a Girl Scout when I was little by helping my friends and other people do challenging things like trust falls and obstacle courses and all of that kind of stuff. I did that as a dance teacher, helping the dancers that I worked with to really come out of their shell and to perform movements that maybe they had found challenging before. And I also found that as a Pilates teacher, too. So without knowing what your purpose is, you're not going to achieve your goals. Your purpose is really what is going to drive you forward. And you want to stay really connected to that because no matter what's going on in the world or what new marketing tactic there is or what new platform pops up, uh, because there's going to be many over the next 10 years, I'm sure. 
When you know what your purpose is, you can stay clear and connected and move yourself forward with the right action steps rather than just chasing all the shiny objects around, okay? And when you're clear on that purpose, you can't afford not to follow through with your purpose. So this is the key differentiator between teachers who have a lot of success online or in their businesses and the teachers that keep choosing easier routes because they're letting fear take over and they're not getting that freedom that they deserve, the teachers that don't connect really deeply with what their purpose is. So your purpose is also going to affect you how much you charge for your services. When you know you're in alignment with your purpose, you will feel more confident in raising your rates. Um, It will change how you market your business because you're going to show up in a more powerful and authentic way that's different from the way that other Pilates teachers are showing up. And it also changes how you interact with your clients as well. So make sure that you don't skip this step. Now let's talk about the second foundation that you need in place for an online business, and that's a clearly defined and profitable niche. So in a brick and mortar setting, a niche is not as important, although you really do need to niche down at some point if you want to improve your marketing strategy. But it's really important in the online space because there are so many teachers out there. A lot of teachers are kind of following the general membership website or library. And the mistake that they're making is not deciding on a niche. So what they're talking about is just a library of Pilates videos. But as the consumer, somebody's not going to know why they need those Pilates classes unless they're already like a Pilates nerd and they love Pilates and they just know that they need it, right? If you're trying to attract new people to you that maybe haven't done Pilates before or haven't experienced it, you have to know who you're talking to so that you can create your messaging and your content around the problems that they're facing and how your services are going to bridge the gap between where they're stuck and where they want to end up. So The riches really are in the niches where the online space is concerned. And this is why I don't personally believe that video libraries or memberships are going to be effective at getting you to $5,000 revenue months, because if you're just creating classes for the sake of creating classes and not addressing a specific audience and their pain points, I hate to say it, but people aren't going to see any more value in what you're offering than free YouTube workouts. And this is a huge reason why creating these membership sites has you feeling like you can only charge $30 a month for it because otherwise your audience is going to just think it's a waste of money. Potential clients will also see a membership as a monthly expense rather than an investment into their health and their well-being. So knowing who your soulmate client is is super important so that you can lay the groundwork of what they're going to gain from working with you, what they're currently struggling with, and how your option, your offers help them to get to where they want to go. So even if you're going to keep your membership website, having a niche is going to help you sell it more effectively too. And the great news is because you're online, your niche doesn't have to be clients that are typically in the studio with you unless you want that to be. A lot of us Our niches have been traditionally older clients that have um, injuries or, you know, joint replacements and things like that. But in the online space, you get to be so creative. I've seen 
People make programs for moms with toddlers who want outdoor workouts in 15 minutes or less. I've seen students create programs for gymnasts who want help improving their performance for their next competition. I've literally seen people create programs for e-gamers who need strength and mobility in their hands. So it's literally endless. For example, my niche is Pilates teachers. And I could really teach marketing to literally any industry, and I've done that from real estate to tech startups to small businesses. But I know the Pilates industry well because I can relate to it as a teacher myself. So when you're thinking about who your niche is, typically you are your niche. So I want you to start to think about the challenges that you've had in life before you became a teacher. How did you find out about Pilates? How did you get involved in the process? And how can you help people in that same place along the journey that you've been on yourself? And when you start to identify that, the imposter syndrome starts to fade away a little bit because you can speak more authentically about your own experiences. Oh, hey there. Sorry to interrupt this riveting episode, but I need to share with you a little about how I'm able to show up for you here every week. This podcast is brought to you by our 16-week mentorship called the Inspired Brand Accelerator, which teaches Pilates instructors the ins and outs of building an online Pilates business to $5,000 a month, much easier than what they've tried before. In this program, we walk you through how to nail your niche, create your authentic marketing plan, and build your high-end signature program so that you don't have to worry about low-cost video libraries that take a ton of work to maintain. And we've successfully helped clients like Moan have a $15,000 launch in her online business, and also Julie in Canada, who had a $10,000 Canadian launch starting from scratch. This program is perfect for teachers who are tired of the dollars for our hamster wheel in the studio setting and who want more freedom and flexibility with the hours that they work. It's also for teachers who don't want to work for somebody else and instead want to build their own business and teachers that are ready to make a large investment in themselves this year, whether that's financial or time. And it's not for studio owners who would rather outsource their marketing efforts, although stay tuned because we have options coming for you very soon. Uh, This program's also not for teachers who don't take responsibility for their own success or aren't ready to look deeply inside themselves and get clear on their business. The process to work with us is really simple. It's just a simple application you can find at www.inspiredbrand.co. And once you apply, we will reach out to you on Facebook or Instagram Messenger and get you all the details and help determine if we are the best option for you to reach your goals. I hope to hear from you soon. And without further ado, back to the episode. And then the third foundation is that you need to become visible. We are all so terrified of putting ourselves out there. Believe me, I am not immune to this feeling. I blame, to some extent, social media for that because the collective traumas that we've experienced over the past two years, and then also the ugliness that has shown itself in the Pilates industry not just in the last two years, but really specifically in the last two years. 
But the thing about building a business is if you don't become more visible, you're not going to be seen. It's as plain and simple as that. So being visible means that you have to open yourself up to others' criticisms. You can establish boundaries around this, though. And the clients that I work with establish clear boundaries about what they will and won't tolerate on social media and also in the clients that they're working with as well. But the thing with social media and social search like Pinterest and YouTube is that you have to put out there what you do, who you help, what you offer, your prices, the transformation you provide over and over and over again without apologizing or allowing a nasty heckler to stop you. Here is your action step for this week just to tie everything together and wrap it up. I want you to take some time and really think through your purpose. Turn distractions off, create the space that you need to get clear on your purpose, maybe light a candle, play some music, whatever helps you to turn off outside distractions, and clear up what is your purpose, who your soulmate clients are, and also think about how you can start to show up in your marketing more consistently and showing up where your audience is at. And I'll go into more detail throughout all our different podcast episodes about some of these topics. But you want to think about what platforms you enjoy spending time on and also where your audience is hanging out. So if you hate Instagram and your audience is 35 and over, don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. Okay, so be where your audience is and start to just get more consistent. This work really is going to take time. But if you want to stop spinning your wheels, you owe it to yourself to really take some time to think this through. And I would love to challenge you to create a live video inside of our Facebook community, which is a safe place non-judgment zone. The link is in the show notes for the Organic Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers Facebook group, but you can also just type that into your Facebook app search, Organic Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers. It's almost exactly the same as this podcast name. And do a live video within that group talking about what your purpose is on this earth and allow us to support you on this journey that you're taking to make 2020 the most amazing year in your business possible. So I hope that you will join me again next week and we'll be just serving up some great business and marketing tips for you throughout the coming season. I appreciate you for being here. Take care. I hope you found this episode incredibly valuable. And two things before you sign off. One, I am giving away an Instagram profile audit to one lucky teacher every single month who either leaves us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or who shares this episode on Instagram stories by taking a screenshot and sharing it either to Instagram or Facebook stories and tagging us at inspiredbrand.co. Every month, I'll be choosing somebody to audit their Instagram profile and give you some feedback on how you can improve your marketing efforts there. The second thing is if you want to attend the free live training that we're hosting this month, then make sure that you head to inspiredbrand.co forward slash free trainings to get yourself registered and signed up to learn 
all you need to know about marketing and business as a Pilates business owner. I will see you in the next episode.